0: Meseches Trumos, Perik Yud Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. The last Perik here, it's chapter 11, Mishnah Aleph, number 1. The topic of this entire Perik is dealing with the requirements to not waste Truma. Um, and therefore, we're going to define permitted uses for Truma foods, as well as you know their ancillary parts, like the seeds and the juices, etc. So the Mishnah begins by saying, Ein nosnen devela v'grogros l'soch hamurias abdan. You can't put devela, which is a pressed fig, and a grogros grogerus is a dried fig. Latocha murius inside murius. Murius <laughs> is a kind of um, like a spread they used to make. It's basically made out of the oils that are and in the innards of fish, um, which they used as a spread. And they would actually add flavor to that the fish oils. Um, and basically, you would use salt to draw out the oils. It'd be kind of the salty liquid with the oils of the fish and other flavors. So it would be customary to add the flavor of fig to it as a sweetener. However, you cannot do that uh, with truma figs, be them devel or abdan because that would be um, causing the truma figs to go to waste because after you have had them, the figs soaking inside the salty fish oils to extract out the sweetness of the figs, you're going to discard the figs. You won't eat the figs because the figs are fish oil and disgusting. So that would be forbidden because you're causing, even though you're using in a normal way, it was normal to use figs for sweetening murias. But because the net result is you're not going to consume the figs, they'll go to waste and that's forbidden and that's what the mission says, you can't do it. Avonosnen es hayayin You could, however, add wine to the murias spread. The reason being because the wine will be... Adding flavor to the murias in a normal way, and then you're going to consume the murias and the wine together. That's a normal thing to do, and therefore it's totally permitted because nothing is going to waste. Vein If you have, let's say, olive oil, you can't um, add uh, truma spices to the oil to add um, a fragrance to the oil, which then could be used as, like you know, it's like a like a perfume type thing. Aval es a yainin. Let me stop one second. The reason why you can't add the truma spices to the oil is A, because after that the spices won't be eaten anymore. They can be discarded like the previous part of the Mishnah. And B, a separate reason is as far as the oil goes, before you added the spices to make it like an aromatic oil, so the oil was regular olive oil and you would have consumed it as one eats olive oil. But now that you've made it into a, a fragrant oil... You won't be eating it. You'll be smeared on your body, um, and that's downgrading the use from regular consumption of eating, and that's also forbidden. What you can do, however, is osin esayayin nomlin. You can make your wine into Yenomlin. Um That was a drink they used to have, and they would add honey and pepper to the wine, something like a first cousin of modern-day sangria, let's say. Um, it was like a flavored more savory wine and they would in so doing they would drink the wine but they of course would drink the honey and pepper that's in the wine so since the honey and pepper in our story here um, or the wine for that matter it's all truma um, since that's all normal usages of these truma foods if the wine was truma wine or the pepper was truma pepper etc that's going to be okay because that's a normal thing to do and you're going to consume it normally Um, yeah that's that Fine. You you may, by the way, be more familiar with um, Yenomlin, which is in the Gemara sometimes goes by a different name. And that name is... It'll oh, come to me in a second. I'm sorry. I just slipped my mind. In any case, fine. The mission continues on by saying, Ein Mavashlin, Yain Truma." You may not actually cook. Like in a pot, you can't cook... Truma wine, bibneeshu mam ito, because you cause it to be lessened. That is to say that the wine will evaporate. Um, some of the water in the wine will evaporate. And that'll make it there for less wine, and that being the case, you're reducing the amount of wine that's consumed, and that's forbidden because you're essentially, you know, reducing or wasting the wine. A second shot, by the way, the Bartoneau brings, is that you're reducing the number of people who want to eat that wine, because wine that's been boiled is less desirable and there are fewer, therefore fewer people would want to drink it and therefore that's forbidden, making fewer ready consumers of this truma wine. Rabbi Huda Ributa says you could boil wine. shu he holds that you in fact are um, improving the wine by cooking it, why is that? Not because it necessarily tastes better, but because it will last longer. It's like pasteurization um, that will prolong the life of the wine. And Rebuta holds that is a, a shavach, like an improvement all to itself. And that being the case, he allows you to do so. Um, however, the, uh, the uh, halacha doesn't follow Rebuta. Halacha is you may not cook wine. And the word I couldn't think of before is conditon. The conditon you see in the Mishnah, and the Gemara, I should say, sometimes is the same as the Anomalin. It's this wine that's flavored with honey, peppers, and other pepper and other ingredients.